Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about animal and plant cells in biology GCSE. So, animal cells first. Subcellular structures are found, things found inside a cell. An animal cell contains the following subcellular structures. First of all, a cell membrane. The cell membrane separates the interior, or the inside of the cell, from the environment outside. It is selectively permeable, which means it can control substances moving in and out of the cell. A nucleus is another subcellular structure, and it is the control centre of the cell. It contains chromosomes, which contain the cell's genetic material. Ribosomes are responsible for synthesising or making proteins. Mitochondria are the organelles, which is another word for subcellular structures, where aerobic respiration takes place. They supply energy to the cell. Aerobic respiration, which is a process which uses sugar and oxygen to release energy, releases energy in the mitochondria. The cytoplasm is a jelly-like fluid that fills the cell. It is where most of the cell's chemical reactions take place. So, the cytoplasm is where most of the cell's chemical reactions take place. So the thing, subcellular structures which an animal cell contains include a cytoplasm, a cell membrane, the mitochondria, ribosomes, and the nucleus. Plant cells. So in addition to the subcellular structures which are found in an animal cell, a typical plant cell also has a permanent vacuole. This is a fluid-filled sac that stores water. It is enclosed in a membrane, a wall that substances can pass through, and it can make up as much as 90% of a plant cell's volume. Chloroplasts. Chloroplasts contain chlorophyll, which is needed for the process of photosynthesis. And the cell wall. This surrounds the cell and is made of cellulose. The cell wall increases the structural strength of the cell. So how many subcellular structures inside the cell do plant cells have compared to animal cells? So we know that they have a cell wall, vacuoles, and chloroplasts. So it's three subcellular structures. As I said, in addition to the subcellular structures found in animal cells, they have chloroplasts, a cell wall, and a large permanent vacuole. And so plant cells, cell wall, permanent vacuole, and chloroplasts. So the differentiation in plants and animals. When cells differentiate, they acquire different subcellular structures. Cell differentiation can happen at different stages of development in plants and animals. So in plants, many plant cells can differentiate throughout their lives. This means that plants are always able to create new tissues. So this is why, for example, when you remove a leaf from a plant, it will grow a new one. Whereas most animal cells differentiate early on in their development. In mature animals, cells mostly divide, where one cell splits to create two cells, to replace cells in repair tissues that are already present. New tissues are rarely created by cell differentiation. So this means that, for example, if you were to have a cut and then it to be repaired, that's an example of where cell division is replacing the cells and repairing the tissues. 
However, if you were to say lose an arm, you wouldn't be growing a new one. So we know that plant cells can be reproduced by cuttings. They regularly create new tissues and they also retain the ability to differentiate. So cells need to differentiate into particular cell types to perform different functions within an organism. Differentiation occurs when cells acquire different subcellular structures. An animal cell, so the, let's, re, let's recap this in subcellular structures of an animal cell. These are ribosomes, a partially permeable membrane, mitochondria, and a cytoplasm. And the subcellular structures that we'll talk about again, that are present in a plant cell, but not an animal cell, are a cell wall, chloroplast, the site of photosynthesis, and a vacuole. And then thinking about the differentiation of animal cells, we know that they differentiate in the embryo and struggle to reta won't retain the ability to differentiate throughout their lives. They have to reproduce sexually and cannot be reduced, reproduced by cuttings. And they also rarely create new tissues. Okay, so that's finished with animal and plant cells. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.